What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. It is May 8th, 2022, and this is your WWE WrestleMania Backlash review. We got a whole lot of content for you guys. Impact Under Siege review last night. We got all kinds of stuff on Fightful Select that we'll brag about later. Grapsity this weekend. You got the whole Fightful Overbook family. But we've got Denise Salcedo here. We're, we're together on a pay-per-view again. It feels like we, we like never are. Well, we kind of are, but only for the WWE ones, never for the AEW ones. Uh, no. So I kind of feel just because, you know, these pay-per-views are, you know, once every month, it kind of feels like we don't get to do them often, but we're actually doing all of them. It's just that they're not, you know, happening every like two weeks, you know? Yeah. I mean, guys, uh, I thought this show was pretty good. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Came in with very low expectations. FightfulSelect.com had the match order up ahead of this show. Subscribe, get all kinds of news uh, on who produced matches, on who, uh, on what was planned, what wasn't planned. We had revealed on Fightful Select there was no kickoff match planned. There were no more matches that were going to be added. Did that surprise you, Denise? They rocked with six matches, three hours, and I thought it went really well. Did they do a one-hour pre-show? With no matches. See, here's the thing. So I noticed that for WrestleMania, they didn't do any pre-show matches. And I liked it because I feel the crowd was more excited for the opening match. And so, but for this show, I thought, okay, they're going to do a one-hour pre-show. And they're not going to do any matches. And considering that they only announced six matches, I was legitimately expecting some random, you know, throwaway match essentially to be added to the pre-show. So I was surprised. And I kind of think that in a way... In a way, it kind of works because you don't want like the people for some reason, like you don't want the people to get tired. Maybe it worked a little bit more for WrestleMania because WrestleMania is a lot longer. But for a show like this, I think it is surprising that they didn't have a pre-show match and still did a full one hour pre-show. Legitimately, that pre-show could have been half hour, especially for a six card match for matches that you pretty much already seen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I agree. It was a little too much. Uh, and I, I feel like they, they went from 8,000. They could have for, um, they went 8,000 for the, the attendance. They could have done 12,000 somewhere if they would have had a full show. Right, right. But in terms of the show itself, I was like you. I came in here with very, very low expectations, legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> I went as like bottom of the barrel, the lowest expectations I could possibly have. And I will tell you that I legitimately enjoyed every match, except for maybe like two matches I didn't enjoy. But for the most part, I thought the show was good. And like, um, it was it was good, like for what I was expecting, honestly. I thought the show ended up being really, really awesome. Um, I, I mean, they, they should have maximized the stakes on this. But uh, either way, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, it allows you to get your question or statement read on the air. This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and a DraftKings, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Rather, you heard them talk about it on WWE a lot. You'll be hearing a lot about that over the next few months. But in so Grace says, good to meet you. Sorry for the handshake anxiety. That's a new thing. Hope I wasn't as cringe as Virgil. No, I prefer the fist bump, honestly. But in so Grace got us a couple of, of life waters at Impact Under Siege. It was very awesome to meet him. Uh, thank you so much, man. It was, it was great to run into you and so many of you that, that I uh, ran into this weekend. Oh my uh, God, were you famous again, Sean? 
Graham B says, Jeff Hawkins appreciation chat. Leave a <laughs> thumbs up. We'll leave a thumbs up because he's not here. Because he's not here. Uh, Volob says, great episode of Raw. There were no ad breaks too. Kind of weird. They ended this broadcast early, but I guess it's okay since they didn't run any ads. Oh, wait. It's not Monday in the U.S. This was way better than an episode of Raw, I thought. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. No, you can't. I don't think you could compare the two. <laughs> we yeah. got some good stuff here today. I know a lot of people were shitting on the show. Hell, I was even shitting a little bit on the show, but it was a pretty, it, it was good. We've got Shot Kid saying, skipping the show, despite how good most of it sounded, feels like I didn't miss a thing. What does that say about this product? Well, there was some good wrestling. It's just, there, there was a lot of it, admittedly, that wasn't consequential, but the in ring, I thought was really, really good. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, if you could watch the highlights to the show or you could just read the results. And for the most part, like you didn't miss anything where you like legitimately had to watch in terms of like storyline. Let's say you're trying to you're actually following the product every single week and you miss today's show. You're not going to come back tomorrow and be like, oh, my God, I'm so out of the loop. That's definitely not going to happen. Well, we kicked off with Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. Again, TriflesSelect.com broke the news. This would kick off the show, and uh, it was it was going to be tough to follow this regardless. I thought this and every other WrestleMania rematch exceeded the WrestleMania matches, and this match was a really good WrestleMania match, Denise. This kicked a bunch of ass. I joined you on, on your watch-along, which people can watch on demand now on your channel. Yeah. This was a ton of fun, I thought. So I actually want to say something before I start talking about this match is that um, I didn't care for the WrestleMania match uh, that they had. I legitimately was not interested that day. I, I, you know, I've kind of maybe made it due to the fact that maybe I was already exhausted or, you know, also the placement of the match on the actual card. But legitimately, I did not care for. Oh, wait, sorry. Never mind. Sorry, I'm talking about the wrong match. Sorry, oh my, my brain's fried. Denise. Never Rose, mind. I was thinking Rose. about the wrong match. <laughs> I was legitimately thinking about freaking um, AJ Styles and Edge. <laughs> Sorry, oh Sean. It's gosh. been a long day. <laughs> I just did a three-hour stream gosh. by myself. Never mind. Scratch all of that that I just said right now. Scratch it. Save it for later on. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. <laughs> wrong match. Um, I legitimately did enjoy this match. I thought that it was, uh, you know, uh, it was as good, but in a different way, I think, in comparison to their WrestleMania match. Because the WrestleMania match, it was mainly like people were just so excited about Cody Rhodes that the moment itself was going to, you know, really add to the match regardless of whether or not the match could have been like, okay, and it could have been great. I think it would still been more so about the moment of Cody Rhodes actually being there but today and you know when we were watching it like I legitimately felt like it was a sprint of a match where they were going out there and uh, I like how Seth Rollins essentially kind of had uh, you know he was more prepared for Cody Rhodes which fell in line with the story that they were telling because you have this Cody Rhodes match before he didn't know who his opponent was going to be you know, that's the yes. story. He didn't know who his opponent was going to be. So during this match, he comes in there and he's way more prepared. So for me, it's like, um, I liked that Seth Rollins was kind of like, ha ha ha, like, you know, I got your number on this one here. And just there was a lot of, uh, I think they kept it going the entire time in a way that it just made it so, uh, it was good. 
It was a good yeah. match, and even the finish with the finish when the uh, when the finish came, it was abrupt, but it was it was exciting. Honestly, I think that's what led to it actually being good. Was just the fact that it was exciting, and given that it was the match that people were most looking forward to, I was legitimately worried that the show was just going to go downhill from there. I thought, man, if this is the opening match, it's just going to be like boring from here on out. Like this show's going to take a long time to get through, and I I was wrong. I was honestly wrong yeah. there. And sorry, once again, because I was thinking of the wrong match. Uh, What a long day. (laughs) Uh, The pacing of this match, so it started off very slow. And then, especially that final stretch, I thought the final stretch was one of the best five minutes that I've seen in this year in wrestling. I really, really loved it. Um, They went into the pedigree, crossroads, uh, teasing the, uh, I want to say kryptonite crunch, the vertebraker teasing the vertebraker which we haven't seen done in a long time in wwe and who knows if it's even allowed now they at least teased it because cody has had it in his repertoire so it wouldn't make sense for cody to just stop using it because he's in wwe because in kayfabe that move isn't banned it's just a behind the scenes thing i loved that and cody grabbing the tights was a great move Now, we expect this to probably stretch out to hell in a cell, I would imagine. So, in order to do this, also, you need a reason to do it. Because there's no reason for Cody to give him the match now. Seth can say, oh, well, you cheated. Well, buddy, it doesn't matter. You were about to cheat, Seth. So, you just got what was coming to you. And... Cody now would need a reason to justify giving him a third match, much less in Hell in a Cell if it happens. So Seth's going to have to do something really terrible or really personal to make that happen. It kind of kind of mirrors the Batista Triple H thing like 18 or 17 years ago where Batista beat him a couple times and then uh, had to have a reason for that third match. This needs a reason, and I still think Cody should win. Because Cody is on the ascent to what I think is the world title. I think he's headed that direction. Um, So I think that there's a way to do this and make it make sense. But Seth Rollins should lose this match as well. Um, This third match as well. But don't you think it would be, do you think it would be too much though? Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins for three pay-per-views consecutively? Yeah, but it's WWE. They're going to probably do it anyway. I mean, that's true. I guess Tony, I mean, yeah. the part that doesn't like that doesn't hurt it is that they legitimately do good work together because yeah. they do, you know, this match was very different from their first match, I think. So even so, like, I feel like they'll come up with some good stuff for Hell in a Cell. And but this is the thing, though, like I was remember, like when they announced this match, when they announced that Seth Rollins was going to be his opponent, I was kind of a little bit like, oh, are we really going to do that again? Like, I don't really I don't really want to see that again. And that was not to take away anything from their match at WrestleMania. I just kind of want to see Cody Rhodes like start off like you know uh, uh, on fire and you know start you know mix it up with different opponents and that sort of thing and but I do get it they're taking a little bit more time with this story and given the fact that again that I did enjoy this match so much I do think that if they were to go out and do Hell in a Cell together I would be interested for the simple fact that I know that they would put on a good show together so with that being said I um yeah this was a good opener for the show very good opener yeah uh this was phenomenal and again that final stretch was just so good uh we've got orlando saying denise struggling to say this is a good match oh no i was literally talking about the wrong match legitimately i literally i i was talking i don't know why i was thinking about aj styles and edge 
for some reason too, it was just in my ma- it was in my brain and yeah. so i just like went off and started talking about it and like i didn't even realize i was talking about the right thing Josh has an interesting question. Does Cody bleed if they do Hell in a Cell? Well, you know they he should. would want to. Yeah, I think he should. They should. I'm sorry, but I know they're not doing the blood thing, but there's certain matches that I think need it, and I think this is definitely one of them, you know? We've got uh, Connor saying, fun PLE, Cody and Seth killed it. Can we talk about the Money in the Bank commercial? So there was a reference to Money in the Bank leading to WrestleMania and all that. Um, I, so, so what ha- I, I missed that. I missed that because I had that on mute. Yeah. I don't think they meant it as, I don't think they meant it as like the, the winner of this gets to, to be like the main event of WrestleMania, but it said the winner gets the opportunity in main event at WrestleMania. But I think it's just, well, they can win the title and then they will be main eventing WrestleMania. I think that's the way that it, it was meant to imply um but i'm i'm pulling it up now listening to it (laughs) yeah um that was definitely i I just listened to it it was say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply worded very weird weird it said one lucky man or woman will earn the chance to main event wrestlemania and i i sure hope they're not settling that um 10 months ahead of time i was gonna say and that kind of takes away from the whole like when is this person gonna cash in their money in the bank thing yeah are they changing the rules for the money in the bank i don't know i'll clarify it i'll get it clarified by wwe um, but yeah, I don't think so. I just don't think so. Uh, Anthony Navarro says Cody Seth fire emoji drew, uh, felt drew should have pinned Roman. Well, uh, I definitely agree with Cody and Seth. I don't know if I agree on the Roman thing, but, uh, I wouldn't be jumping to conclusions over, uh, the ladder matches money in the bank or, or Royal rumble or anything like that yet. Guys, Joel says, I like how Corey corrected Jimmy when he said Cody should have ring rust after not being in WWE for six years by saying he was still competing during that time. I mean, if he wanted to say he had WWE ring rust, that's fine. Because I was, I can't remember who it was I was speaking with just last week. I think it was Persia who I was talking about like the difference of working in a 16 or 18 foot ring compared to a 20 foot ring. Like there's extra strides you take. There's extra space you have. Uh, Like if you're stumbling backwards, 
you'll like reach for the ropes. The ropes won't be there because the ring is a lot bigger in WWE than it is everywhere else. And people think 18 to 20 isn't that big. It's enormous. It is a is a huge shift. The rings are different. So they could they could play that up. Like Cody's still getting accustomed to working the WWE ring because WWE rings don't have cables. They have ropes. WWE rings are um are different. They ain't going to get into that whole explanation, Sean. That whole explanation no. you gave right now, I could never imagine them going out there and being like, well, yeah. you know, they've got to make adjustments to... They wouldn't say that because no. in the, in their world, it's like it's WWE and nothing else, you know? Sure. Like, we're, we're, we are the top nacho, you know? Yes. I, I, I agree. KE775 says, any predictions about the Hell in a Cell card? Do you think they'll go right to Roman Reigns and Drew on that? See, I was thinking that because I feel that money in the bank in Las Vegas feels a little bit bigger to me than Hell in a Cell. I could be wrong here. Maybe I'm just thinking like selfishly because I'm actually going to that show. But I kind of feel like I would do Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre at Money in the Bank. But then it's like, what are they going to do for Hell in a Cell? And that sucks, man. You really got you don't really got too many options where you're wondering like, okay, when are they going to actually, you know, execute this like one marquee match that they have you know within you know have with them i just feel like if they jump right into hell in a cell do you feel they've told enough of well i guess it doesn't matter i was gonna say yeah. do you feel they've told enough of a story for roman reigns and drew mcintyre heading into hell in a cell but now that i think about it uh i don't think that really matters in, in this world yeah orlando says hey guys tonight's backlash event was very sports entertaining even Meltzer enjoyed the main event what is happening a good wdb show Eight out of 10 for me. So Orlando, I agree. I enjoyed this show. I thought the wrestling was good. Here's a thing that got brought up uh, over the weekend. There hasn't been like a DQ or count out or no contest finish in WWE in like two or three weeks. To me, that is not an accident, Denise. They don't accidentally stop having count outs, no contests, and DQ finishes. Uh, this is a welcome change. I'm so happy. Um, I do wish they would maximize the stakes involved, but to me, this is an incredible step that I hope continues and it shouldn't have had to be an incredible step. The bar is lowered for them to just be like, Hey, you can watch our matches and they'll have finishes. That's actually pretty sad. <laughs> when yeah. you say it like that, I think it's pretty sad. Yeah. Ryan says phenomenal show top to bottom. Cody and Seth was match of the night. I loved Rhea's reveal. Do you think it was accidental that Pat mentioned the fiend on commentary? Yeah, I do. Especially because it's Pat McAfee. Pat. Pat McAfee tends to do and say some things that I don't think everybody would get away with. Also, whatever he wants, he can he can yeah. say. Uh, but I agree. Phenomenal show. Rhea's reveal. Uh, we'll talk about that momentarily. But we've got Lashley versus Omos. This match, I thought, was significantly better than WrestleMania. I wouldn't say it was a good match or anything. I enjoyed it. There was one thing I thought was very funny. So they've got Omos playing out of the, like, take what you can do out of every big man's book. They had him do the Undertaker snake eyes. They had him do some, like, Big Daddy Cool Diesel elbows. Then they had him doing, like, one of the great Kali big show spots where he tries to grab Bobby Lashley's head from outside. The only problem is, Denise, Bobby Lashley is a bald man, and he was sweating... So Omos's hand just slipped off. 
Okay, so first of all, uh, there were things that, okay, I agree with you 100%. This match was so much better than the WrestleMania match. And I went in thinking, oh my God, I really got to sit through this. And like, I was like, Omos is going to win this. They're not going to have him lose to Bobby Lashley again. But I, I didn't want to see it. So we start off this match and I'm thinking, all right, that's it. This show going down the hill, just like I predicted. And then, you know, a couple minutes in, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I actually haven't hated this match. And that's not saying that it was like amazing or anything like that. It was just a lot mm -hmm. better than what you would expect from an Omaz match. And so there were things that I liked. There was things that I didn't like. I did not like Omaz's big boo. I thought like he barely got his leg up, man. I was yeah. like, dude, like put it up a little higher, bro. And that was one of the things where I was like, oh, it doesn't look too great to me. But the parts that uh, the, I did like, there was this one part where he literally just like grabbed Bobby Lashley like from the head and then just like shoves him out of the ring. I don't know why but i really liked that i really liked that it got over with me so i do think i and then here's the other thing that i was kind of thinking about too i think they need to have omaz growl less the growling the it's too much it's do weird. you think he's being told to do this or that it's, it's natural a, the growling is so dumb like he's a human he knows it doesn't make him feel like a human he feels I like no something else and that's what they, they try to be like oh my gosh he's a monster the the nigerian giant and all that stuff and i'm like that doesn't mean he just makes visceral sounds yeah and like if it's natural then okay fine i guess he feels the need to like growl a little bit but if they're forcing him to do it i really hope that's not the case because it kind of takes a lot away from him where i can't take him seriously when he's out there going for everything it's too much um but this was probably on the better end of omas matches and i think in a way it's kind of good right he's improving in in, in a way so I don't I don't want to bury this match because I didn't think it deserved to be buried. It, it was better than than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was. But now it's going to keep going too, though, Sean. I don't think I want to see this match for a third time. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. But I mean, also I, I did like the finish because MVP got involved, and the whole thing was that MVP was the difference in Omos. So like that is the thing that sets him apart. And um, I, I did enjoy that. I thought that, that made a little bit of sense. I, I thought it made a lot of sense. Like that was what caused Omos to, to get the win. But I, I've said this over and over again. I always thought the money would be Omos getting knocked off his feet, slammed and pinned. He's already been, all three of those are done. So like, what is the big thing that you got to overcome? Is it him and MVP? Like that's the thing that you got to overcome. Is he going to go on this like completely renewed push? Because I feel like it would have been more productive if he was able to win at WrestleMania with the help of MVP. And we just didn't have him eating that L. And I mean, he could have won the arm wrestling match. I'm still not over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was... That was something. That was a big drama here on Fightful. Yeah. Orlando says, Denise, I agree that after Hell in a Cell, there are three three stadium events. I feel Hell in a Cell will be repeat matches. Put I don't... in the cell. <laughs> you know what we're going to get? We're going to get Omaz versus Bobby Lashley in a Hell in a Cell. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes in a, in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I I'm don't... trying to think what other repeat match would get in a Hell in a Cell. I don't think they can go all repeat matches again. 
No, maybe two, two tops. Yeah. I don't think they can do that because they leaned way too heavy on that. Way too heavy on that. Um, this time, but, uh, Mod Matar says, did you guys check Ali's video on Twitter? No. Think WWE would actually consider using this stuff. Missed backlash. So here to listen. Uh, did you see that? No, I didn't actually. He put together like a an all Ali performed news report on on uh, Austin Theory, and it was him playing all these characters. It was a bit comedic. We haven't seen anything like that out of him. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, at worst, you can say it was better than most of the stuff you see on Raw. So I don't know why they wouldn't use it. It seems like honestly exactly the kind of thing they would write for raw so i'd be surprised if they wouldn't it was him like in a lot of different outfits and costumes sort of playing that up so i thought that was pretty good you should definitely check it out that's definitely not what i was expecting when people were saying about this video i was expecting this dark video kind of like along the same thing the same lines that everybody does well things got dark on fightful's twitter tonight denise did you see that i heard do you see that? I wish I could find I could find a screenshot. Enough people have sent it to me. You know, we, we gotta protect ourselves, Denise. You do you gotta, gotta protect the good. You gotta you gotta protect yourselves on that world wide web. I'll tell you what you can't do. You can't go five years without updating updating your tweet deck teams, because otherwise you're gonna have some problems, Denise. And if you got more problems in your tweet deck teams. Got that inner thigh getting rubbed, all that good stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful can help you avoid getting good. God, Denise, poor Tomgi. No, poor this is Tom-gy. Sir Frederick. Sir oh, Frederick. Sir Frederick. Oh, no. Sir Frederick. He doesn't want those online trackers, those annoying pop-up ads. He doesn't want that malware. Oh, you know the Tomgy. Oh no, he's gonna moon fightful. Tomgy, step post. What are you doing? He's mooning. Step post. He's mooning. NordVPN.com/slash fightful has the fastest VPN in the world. Oh, it works on all your devices: laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV. You can change your virtual location with just one click. With just one click. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How about this? A great deal. 70% off plus an additional month free. And you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. I was able to watch that UFC pay-per-view this weekend at a a super discounted rate because I bought it on an overseas service with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Oh, oh man, I had to work that in somehow. I mean, the Fightful account was working it in, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> I I encourage you guys, legitimately, we had not updated our tweet deck teams for five years, and that was an oversight on our part. But let me tell you, that was not the 10th wildest thing that our, our account has tweeted this month. And um, just yeah, saying. can you please can you please take care of that? Because I had people I coming after me. They were like, "Hey, Denise, what do you think about this? Do you have any comments?" I'm we like, got, I don't even know what listen, was happening. Listen, our account getting hacked got more action than those people get in general. So you know what, bro? I was I'm, like, "Why I'm, don't you walk up 
to your mom's to either why don't you walk upstairs and ask your mom what she thought oh my god i like legitimately like i'm glad that nobody was like because people have been getting scammed to the point to where you did you see, did you see the live thing somebody sold their house oh which I that wasn't it. a hack that was yeah. just like a, a scam a bullying somebody yeah but yeah. like we didn't have anybody getting messaged about ps5s and shit like that because like people were legitimately buying fake ps5s from carl anderson and bray wyatt um we just had somebody who had access to our account that shouldn't have had access to our account and uh yeah. It wasn't me, man. It wasn't me. I know me. it wasn't you. I, I know I what I tweeted something funny. I would have put like Sean Ross's fart smell like nasty nacho. I would argue that that was funny. Once we got it, if we hadn't have got it figured out, I would not think it was funny. But since we did get it figured out, I think it's very funny now. But Damn. at the time, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Obviously. <laughs> oh, man. AJ Styles versus Edge. Drama at the Fightful headquarters. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, when you know, I when I when I saw it via tweet deck, I was like, oh my god, I knew exactly what it was. And I was like, oh no. I was like, how many people have access to our Twitter account? Fortunately, like no scoops are exchanged on that account or anything but imagine damn bro you would have had some crazy drama tonight we would have probably not been on this show you, you probably, probably would have been addressing this drama probably not probably not but subscribe to fightful select i might rub your inner thigh guys baller lasagna said aj styles went out there to remind everyone he is still aj styles i hate priest showing up at ringside great match regardless hope everyone has a fantastic night uh, Joel says it's Denise. It's always Denise. What I do now? Damn. <laughs> existing. Existing. I know. So uh, this was another match that I thought was better than their WrestleMania match. Oh, now we're talking about AJ Styles Edge, right? Yes. Sorry, so if you I guys want to hear about this, just rewind to the beginning of the show. And that's Denise talking about it. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Why do I get brought on to these shows, Sean? You're going to have to put out some auditions. Fightful Performance Center on your prediction shows. <laughs> well, what did you think about this match, Denise? Dude, I was waiting for you to talk about it and lead me into it like you'd normally do. I was oh. waiting for my cue. Okay. Well, first off, AJ Styles, I've got an interview in the can with him that I did like 732 months ago. But I asked him, I'm like, hey, can you still do a spiral tap? And he's like, probably not. But then he's busting out acai moonsaults. I don't see him doing those very often. He, what, what are you eating during the show, Denise? I'm not eating. I was not. I don't have anything in my mouth. What did you put in your mouth, Denise? Spit nothing. it out. Nothing. I don't have nothing in out. my mouth. <laughs> I ate it already. Spit it out, Denise. Come on. I don't have nothing. Look. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that looked really rough. <laughs> I'm done. I quit fightful. Oh no! <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I was just trying to show that nothing was going to come out because I had nothing in my mouth. What's in your mouth, step host? Oh no! <sighs> so AJ Styles had a great performance here. Edge had a great performance here. This was infinitely better than uh, what we saw at WrestleMania. Damian Priest showing up ringside was good, even though he's not supposed to be there at, at any point. 
But what did you think of the match itself before we got to the finish? Okay, so I'm going to repeat what I said last time I wasn't into their WrestleMania match. And I was afraid that today's match was not going to uh, be any better. And I was completely wrong because this match was way better. And I knew that it was going to be better the second that AJ Styles went right into Edge and was like headbutting him and like really getting like he got this match started hot. And I appreciated that because they kept it going. One of the things like in uh, one of the things that I don't care for in Edge matches is that he takes too long selling like every tiny little thing where it's just too long, where it kind of takes away from the match and they're not doing anything. And this match, it actually felt like they kept doing stuff over. You know, they had a lot going on. Uh, I liked, you know, when uh, AJ set up the Styles Clash like and all of the uh, spots that they did right by the ropes. I thought that was great too. I just liked that they kept everything going and that there was not too much of this like waiting around and not seeing much out of Edge or AJ Styles. So I think that AJ Styles uh, really went in there, hit everything that he needed to hit and made it an actually entertaining match. This was so much better than their WrestleMania match where I legitimately felt interested. And even like with uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor, it didn't take away from the match itself. It, I actually was kind of happy to see Finn Balor and go like, damn, I'm yeah. so happy to see him on the show. Yeah, um, I I was happy uh, that AJ had this killer match, especially after last month, it, it, which wasn't it wasn't it. There, there have been a few AJ Styles feuds that I was very excited for, like um, the Nakamura one that just didn't end up delivering. That for one me. was terrible. I didn't want this to be one of those because AJ is one of my favorite workers of all time. One of my favorites. And I didn't want to see this end up like that because I, I love Edge's work too. <sighs> but um, this delivered to a degree in which it should have. And AJ, this isn't 50-50. AJ loses again. And AJ should. It, it, I look at this sort of like the Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz thing. The numbers game, he can't overcome it. And it's understandable that he can't overcome it. Because these are three really great competitors that he's got to overcome. One of which ends up being Rhea Ripley. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because ahead of WrestleMania, I had reported that Rhea Ripley was pitched for Judgment Day. What we now know is Judgment Day. And I adore this, Denise. I love it. She's got her hair dyed black. We've got an intergender stable right now. And that's not something we always see a lot of. Sometimes we do in WWE, but a lot of times women and men exist on worlds of their own, unless it's the 24-7 stuff. I love the addition of Rhea. I'm ready to see something different. But what I don't want to see is her doing the he-he-he-he-he smiling all the time thing. I've seen that as a baby face. But what do you think about Rhea joining and how it was executed here? I thought that it was exciting. I think a lot of people knew that it was going to be Rhea Ripley. And I think the way that, because I had honestly, I had forgot, like I had forgotten that there was this possibility. So when she actually came in and, you know, made this run in, I legitimately thought like, oh, sure. Like, who is this? Like, I forgot it was Rhea Ripley. I legitimately was not sure if it was going to be Rhea Ripley. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is cool. When she basically took the hood down and, you know, revealed this like darker look to me, it just kind of made her feel 
uh, like they rebooted her in a way, you know, all this stuff, the silly stuff that she was doing with Nikki Ayesej that had an opportunity to do something there. They could have done the odd couple thing. They didn't go ahead and actually go all the way with that. And then she goes with Liv Morgan. And I'm thinking, okay, this is a good start. Like, you know, these are two girls that share a similar aesthetic. I think that they can have uh, a good team there for, especially for the women where they need these teams. And then that didn't work out too. And I'm like, okay, this is exactly the same thing over and over. Now I haven't been liking this edge Damien Priest stuff on edge uh, on raw, excuse me, but with Rhea Ripley, with the addition of her, I, I'm curious to see how it's going to actually work, especially given the fact that Edge, when he does these promos, he does so much of the talking. Rhea Ripley's promos aren't, necess aren't necessarily her strong suit. So I'm going to be curious to see how much of a role she's going to play in the character aspect of it, or if she's going to be more of this, you know, silent killer sort of say. Like, how are they going to actually use her in this role, in this, you know, stable and whenever I look at a stable like this, I, I think of it, I'm like, okay, well, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley could use Edge's help with promos, but Edge's promos have sucked lately. They've, They've been, been bad. bad. And I mean, honestly, a lot of them since his return have been. It's either been whining or going for low-hanging fruit. And I know he's better than that because we've seen him be way better than that for me when edge came back and he was doing all of these promos about how he had grit and you know everything that he went through to get back to to this point in his career those were a plus plus for me and everything that he did with randy orton the, you know that feud got a lot of you know negative remarks mainly because some of the stuff just didn't work but in terms of the promos the promos always worked like i remember people always putting over those promos and they weren't bad but then after that it was almost like he was trying trying to duplicate those but it wasn't the exact same and instead it came across as dude this guy's just talking now and nobody's paying attention anymore and so it's almost like he hasn't been able to kind of get back there anymore where to the point where when he first came back and those promos were actually good and they meant something and and they hit home right now it seems like edge is talking to hear himself speak and um i want there to be purpose there i really do um, Maybe they can said, have Damien Priest do more talking, and let's again, let's see how they do. You know, Rhea Ripley because Damien Priest he says like what, like one line. As long as the subject matter is good, that's what I care about. Sheldon says, "I feel like AJ needs a pay per view win. It's been almost a year since he last won. His last pay per view win was Money in the Bank 2021. Oh my gosh! Which I mean, yeah, and and does that include the tag title stuff, like?" I almost feel like right now AJ Styles has been put in a place where he service like he's so good right at what he does. He's been used to service others more the so than what the Valor role. Oh yeah, the, what to make sorry, other people look now. good while staying. Yeah, oh, wait, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I get you now. Yeah. yeah. So like you know he did it with Omaz. He did it with uh you know now he's doing it with Edge here. So I feel it's like this is not necessarily I think the thing people want to see from Age AJ. I think people want to see him in this position where uh you know he's he's obviously a top guy. We know that. But in a situation where he's a top guy challenging for the championship or he's in more meaningful stories with more top players, guys maybe a little bit more aligned on his level and to me right now it just kind of feels like he's doing things to benefit other people. Like I get it. Like Edge 
is obviously a guy that's up there as a big level guy, all of that. But it feels like right now, Edge is, I mean, AJ's taking the L's just to kind of further this stable and everything for Edge and his guys and all of that thing, you know? So that's why I was like, okay, you know, Edge is going to come out here. He's going to win again because they're putting so much, uh, you know, they're putting a lot of effort into what they're doing with Edge and all of that. So I feel like right now, AJ Styles is just complimenting everybody instead of the focus actually being on him like i don't feel like the focus is on him right now and i think that's what the fans want to see from aj styles because we know that there's going to be there's a small the window is shrinking in terms of how much longer we're going to be seeing aj styles in wwe you know as a performer he just signed a signed a new deal and for how long did he sign that one years years jesus i thought he was gonna retire oh he's not with the amount of money he's gonna retire well, he did, but not with the amount of money they're paying him. He's like, you know, five years, four years, I don't three know. years, years, though. It's years, two, three years. I don't know. But his deal was up in like <laughs> May. I think it would have been up right about now. Otherwise, okay. years. Uh, <laughs> Ryan says Rhea being added to this faction made her look like a star. The black hair made her look like a badass. I love this for her. I could see Liv joining Finn and AJ to even the odds. I think she would be a good addition to that. I think that would that would make a lot of sense. Um, Liv has gained the respect of an awful lot of people backstage. Uh, she's worked very, very hard. I hope she does get something good. Her winning the main event of Raw, I thought was great. One of my favorite things about Raw. Mr. Showtime says, I like the idea and people in Edge is stable, but WWE's taken their two naturally coolest and unorganically overperformers and made them stale heels. Well, that's the thing. Rhea is also very cool in general like she's she's just a cool looking person like she captures the interest you always hear about the airport appeal thing like she's the type of person that walks through an airport and you might not know what the hell she does but you know she does something and um i i hope they don't go to oh you're hillbillies you're toothless etc cetera, etc cetera, with that when I went to Fan Access for Dallas, you have no idea. I saw so many little girls dressed like Rhea Ripley, and I thought it's working. It's working. She has the look. She has that thing that appears that appeals to young women. I saw so many little girls dressed like her. You know who had a lot of merch at Under Siege last night? Who? Matt Taven. Really? There were a ton of Matt Taven shirts there. Good for him is all I can say. Good for him. He works his ass off. So good for him. Buzz says, watching this on delay, but Cody and Seth was great. Looks like Cody has shook off all the ring rust after being away for six years. They used to call this guy three-star Cody. Like that was a running joke is that he would have three-star matches. Nuh-uh, man. He's having good-ass matches. And the things that, the thing I like, the things that he can't do in WWE, he still teases doing. Like he'll he'll still make reference to it. Omar says, Denise is your wedding cake Trey Lakes. Trey Lakes. <laughs> no, you did not, Sean. What is it? Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again, Sean. No. Say it again. No, you're bullying me on the worldwide. Web. I don't care. Say it again. You're no. scared. You're scared because I'm going to make fun of you. Say it <laughs> yeah. one more. Just say it. How'd you said Trey Lakes. What did you no, say? I didn't. Bro, you said no, Trey Lakes. I didn't. Tres leches. Tres leches is what I said. Tres. Yeah, is it? Tres leches. 
You were like, three <laughs> legs? Luis is- Come on, three legs? What is he talking about? But when he said cake, that's what he, I was no, like, bro. Trey Lakes is the R&B singer that wrote the lyrics that, that got written on Fightful's uh, hacked post tonight. You know, <laughs> I'm going to rob on your inner thigh. You know that one? That was That's Trey Lakes. Uh, Luis is also roasting me. But is your wedding cake? <laughs> Tres leches? No. Okay. Es, es, es chocolate con fresa. Y después, That's what I said. That's vainilla what I said. con fresa también. Okay. You don't uh, even know. What did I say? What did I say? Hold on. I got people telling me that Sully did a flawless impersonation of me tonight. Yeah, he did. I told you. Okay, on our somebody, somebody DM me the clip of it. Somebody DM me the clip of it. I want to play it here. I want to react to it live on the air. Somebody DM me the link because, um, yeah. I love it. Everybody's just going to be walking around talking like this. Be easy, Ian says, Fightful is the inside the NBA of wrestling. Can't decide which of one of you is Charles or Shaq. You know what? I'll take that because I watch games on TNT just because Shaq and, and Barkley are going to talk after that. So Joseph Ray says, hi, guys. Or, hi, guys. Uh, pretty okay show tonight, uh, I think. Was hanging out with the Wrestle Talk lads for the show. Adam retained. When are we going to get Hollywood Salcedo kicking the blonde out of him for the title? Hashtag FTF. I only make appearances on my own channel. That's why okay. I make more money. Okay. You know what? I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats, guys. We are poor, and nobody sent super chats on Monday for Raw. There was no interest in it. And even though there's a good show tonight. Hey, I wasn't on that show, was I? You weren't. It was, it was Jeff. It was Jeff. And you guys didn't get any super chats? I mean, we like, didn't get reals? many. We didn't get many tonight either. Uh, look at Prince Wazim saying, Sean speaks flawless Spanish. Thank you. Gracias. Um, I was about to say, <laughs> hey, guys, send in super chats so I can feel like a draw. <laughs> Dr. Sophia said, I didn't know, I don't know you if you did a Nord read, but I literally just got it with your code because I'm going to Thailand tomorrow to get ready. So I needed a VPN. Denise is the best. Hollywood forever. Denise, everything. Well, first off, Dr. Sophia, congratulations on getting NordVPN.com slash Fightful, but also good job getting married. That's awesome. Yeah, seriously. Congratulations. Thank you for the love. But you can clearly uh, the most yeah. loved person here on Fightful. I deserve another raise. Uh huh. I, I, <laughs> I just I, got one. I just I got literally one. literally gave you one yesterday. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I... And we're probably not even going to make enough super chats to cover it. What is this? Guys, help me. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to go send my own super chat. Mm. Ryan says, any updates on Alexa Bliss? Is she expected to return soon? And what about Bailey? Uh, I was told, like, when I asked about Bailey around Mania, I was told she wasn't necessarily ready yet. But um, Alexa, she's waiting on the call, and she, I guess she made it pretty clear. Like, call me when you got something that's worthwhile type of thing. I don't, that's not verbatim, but, you know. She posted this picture on Instagram, and I checked it out because someone suggested I check it out. And she was just, like, kind of looking a little bit, you know, like, you know, mood. But she was kind sure. of bored, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we've got Christopher S ooh, saying, as you review premium live event, I'll touch your outer thigh. Well, you know what? Whether you're touching your outer thigh or your inner thigh, manscaped.com code Fightful can make sure you're well manicured down there. The ultra smooth package is back. <laughs> oh, you, 
you know that Fightful Twitter account is using that ultra smooth package. But when it's sliding its hand up and down, the Lawnmower 4.0 keeps your boys smooth while looking and feeling their best. Right now you get 20% off plus free shipping when you use manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL. The legends who introduced that electric ball hair trimmer are bringing back their razor so you can be set and trimmed front to back. Men, you no longer have to borrow some lady's razor for that precise trim. Grab that lawnmower 4.0. Take out the Manscaped Ultra Smooth package to make your package the perfect one this summer. You got the Crop Exfoliator with ingredients that can soothe, clear, and keep the skin all around your groin and inner thigh feeling refreshed. You got the Crop Gel. See where you're shaving with our unique clear shaving gel just for the groin and the inner thigh with four essential oils. And then it's time to shave with the Crop Shaver designed for shaving the groin area with confidence. It's not your average razor. It's smaller, thicker, with a micro comb bar that allows you for the best shave possible from any angle, even on the inner thigh. That's manscaped.com. Code Fightful for 20% off plus free shipping. Hit them up on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Manscaped.com and the code of Fightful. You should make a shirt called the inner thigh. Like with the inner circle logo? Oh my God, yeah, but the inner thigh. We're doing it. We're doing it. I know you're doing it. You're going to totally do the shirt now and I'm not going to get any royalties for the idea. Why would you? Why would yeah, you? I know. I know. Oh, man. Mad Cat Moss. Happy Corbin. Uh, I know you didn't watch the pre-show because you can't be arsed to do that. But Mad Cat Moss came out. Yeah. He came out to talk with the panel. He's like, I'm not making jokes tonight. He's like, I'm here to talk about Corbin. And he he buried Corbin, as he should. But they also joked about his pants coming down. And he said, listen, I got suspenders. I got a belt. Nothing's getting these pants down. He was funnier not trying to be funny than when he does the jokes. This was way better. Well, the jokes are terrible. The jokes are terrible. And I know they're terrible by design formerly, but they're, they're not terrible enough to where they're ironically funny. They're just bad. It's bad. I want to see the, the, the Riddick Moss that was out there on the pre-show panel uh, more than this one. He got the win. It was a, a fairly quick match. This was budgeted for the least amount of time on the show, uh, as FightfulSelect.com reported. But uh, I thought this was okay, and the right person won. I just have a sneaking suspicion that Corbin's going to win, like, on Friday or something, Denise. So I have to be brutally honest with you. That this match sucked, that this match sucked, and you didn't like it. Of course. I know you're going to say it. That's okay, Denise. That's not what I was going to say. What are you going to say? For those that were on my watch along, I had an unfortunate incident where my internet went out during this Fightful stream. DM'd you and was harassing you. <laughs> I legitimately got kicked out of my stream. Everything oh, no. shut down. I kid you not, during this match, I only caught the ending. I didn't see anything in this match. I'm so sorry. Please do not fire me. Oh, man. So I have I, proof. You can go and watch the, the stream. It's there. I had people when I said I would prefer Riddick Moss to Mad Cat Moss that were like, Oh, well, nobody cared about him then. You want him to be just bland? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just because I say we need to drop this shitty gimmick doesn't mean that he's got to be vanilla. There are other gimmicks, Denise. 
I don't care. Make up a construction worker or something. As long oh, as it's entertaining. Know. It'd probably suck. As long He's as it's got entertaining. the outfit, kind of. Listen, as long as the gimmick is entertaining, I don't care what it is. But this is not entertaining. He's, I think he can be very good. I think he can be something. But this is bad. Happy Corbin's bad. He needs to be broke-ass, down-bad Corbin again. Needs they to be can't down do it. They life. already made him rich already. They can't go back. I mean, bad you can make some bad investments. Yeah, I was going to say, you can make some bad investments, but that's about it. There's and nothing somebody, else there. Somebody says they're called dad jokes for a reason. No, you don't get it. Dad jokes are ironically bad. These aren't, these are just not good. They're not even, they're not even funny ironically. No, they're not even jokes. That's the thing. They could literally Google kid jokes on Google and get at least maybe five or 10 that are way better than anything we've heard on SmackDown since they started this character. And I think they just come up with dumb stuff. Like anything that you can think of off the top of your head. How many eggs went to the dance, Sean? Oh, gosh. I don't know. know, A whale ate them. You see what I mean? Like dumb stuff. I just made that up right now. That would make it on the SmackDown script right now. Oh, my gosh. Brie Marie says, for you, Denise, and since the super chat. Richard says, donating for the draw, Denise Salcedo. Drew says, for Denise's raise. I know Fightful is poor now due to all those PS5s you all were giving out. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't like that. I'm so glad it wasn't something that was trying to, like, scam people. But, oh, God. Orlando says, my friend told me. I scared. I thought they were trying to take down the whole Fightful family. I'm like, oh, bro, I'm next. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I... <laughs> I we're lucky it was what it was. Uh, Orlando says, my friend told me the Peacock app fixed the rewind feature. Gasp. I wish they would stop preventing me from uh, screenshotting. I miss being able to, to screenshot. I know they just started that. They used to let you screenshot now. They, they're that before. Same thing with my sling app. They used to let me screenshot. Now I can't anymore, but I downloaded an extension that allows you to screenshot. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. You should get them to sponsor the show. You You want to screenshot stuff? Download this Chrome extension. I mean, the reality is what I should do is I should just use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, get WWE Network in Canada, and I can screenshot all I want. So you can screenshot if you're in Canada? Well, they got WWE Network in Canada still. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's not fair. Prince Wazim says, Denise not knowing what a step sis or a step host was to violating a stuffed animal. That's character development. We've corrupted her. We've corrupted her. <laughs> well, Balia, at least there was a payoff to this story. Balio Lasagna says, it's the new Humper Chats, Thiefel.com. Oh, God, that's great. That's great. Well, we had Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. I quit match. Um, this was, again... Better than WrestleMania, I thought. Ronda Rousey becomes... What are you doing? I'm coming up with an idea. Instead of Humper Chaps, so Humper Chats, send in a rub. Send in a rub. And you can change the oh website gosh. to Thigh in a Rub or something. Uh, so what did you think of, of this match? Which one? Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this show has gone off the rails, Sean. I love this match. Can I just say that I really did appreciate this match a whole lot? This was one of those where I thought 
even when they announced it on paper, I'm like, okay, this is really the only copy and paste match that actually has a stipulation. And the stipulation helped out the match so much. If they would have done something like this at WrestleMania, I know they weren't going to do it because they had a lot of other stipulation matches and all of that. That's fine, whatever. But if they would have had this match at WrestleMania, and let's say we were going to get another match with them here today, I would actually have been looking forward to it. This was good stuff. I, I loved the fact that they went out into the crowd. I loved um, all the ways in which they were both inflicting pain on each other because whenever they actually put, you know, the microphone on them to say, I quit, there was this part where you legitimately believed that they were going to quit. I loved all the different ways in which uh, Rhonda got Charlotte Flair in the arm bar. Uh, when she got her, when Charlotte Flair was upside down, hanging on the ropes, and she kind of had her like locked in. Uh, you know, in the corner of the ring. I thought that was freaking good. Like that was the moment to me where I really, really kind of got into it even a little bit more, even though I really liked everything that they did beforehand. And, um, once the finish actually came when she locked her in and, you know, put the chair in, in between, like in her, put her, put her arm through the chair. I was like, you knew it. It was the moment where you knew that that had to be the finish. And I had this moment where I'm like, man, WWE's probably going to keep it going longer. Like they're not going to realize that this is the finish right here. And when she actually, you know, ended it there, I thought, Hell yeah, that was the perfect moment to do it. They, they, the way that they made their way to that, it's like Charlotte withstood everything she possibly could, and Rhonda also withstood everything she possibly could. But at the end of the day, the whole story has been, you know, Charlotte basically telling her she, you know, she's a one trick pony, and then the whole, you know, everything that led to the I quit stipulation. It made sense to the story, it was exciting, and I'm excited to see Rhonda as champion. Uh, yeah, it made sense. Uh, so they, they said that. Charlotte suffered a fractured radius. Uh, Fightful Select has a bit of, had a bit of an update tonight. It is storyline as we suspected, but uh, Creative was told that Charlotte would be taking a little bit of time off. Um, I don't know when that was going to start or how long it would be or anything like that at all, but um, she's fine. It was a part of the story. I liked the finish. I liked the over-the-ropes thing. Uh, I liked a lot of the physicality that, that Ronda brought. Again, I always said that that her throws are something that we don't necessarily see a lot of in pro wrestling, but um, yeah. The barricade spot, the kendo sticks, the, the, the rail spot that they did in between the crowd. That was good. I mean, there was just a lot of different ways in which they utilized their environment, which I think definitely helped it. And um, there was another thing that I wanted to add and now it just kind of slipped my mind, but I really did enjoy this match. And I think that, um, I kind of feel bad because, you know, heading into this match, I don't really feel like it had a lot of interest and I get it. And that's exactly how I felt heading into the match at WrestleMania. But I think they definitely made up for it here. And oh, yeah, the other thing that I did want to add to um, when you mentioned the report that Kayla Braxton did where they were following up with the with the injury for a Charlotte Flair. I love that they did that. Why the hell not? We just saw this girl go through this brutal match. She 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 had to quit in such a way that, you know, if Charlotte Flair has such, you know, you know, her character has a big ego. She has a lot of pride. She's not just going to quit out of nowhere. So for her to actually say the words, I quit, and then to have this moment where it's like, you have her injury might as well go ahead and you know sell that injury and make it seem like you know more uh grand why because of the way that the finish was so i really enjoyed that they did that little report it was something simple something easy and it went a long way ronda rousey as the champion so she's hanging around for a while i think it makes sense to have her as the champion but who do you think is next for ronda 
I think they need to build up some of the girls that we haven't seen, you know? Yeah. Build them up and give them something. Give them something yeah. to do on the show. You know, your Shotzi's, uh, your Mia Yams. I don't want to see – I don't want to see no more of this – they need yeah. to build up some of the newer faces. Like this match a lot more than the WrestleMania match, like by far. Uh, Zach says, death taxes Ronda adjusting her gear 50 times a minute in a wrestling match. In a wrestling match, she did it in MMA all the time as well. Uh, somebody says, just showing support for Denise. And then I cannot say this. So Denise... No, come on, Sean. That's the nope. fun of it all when you try. Okay. Come on. Reda lost Estan Contigo. Continua a supportar lucha libre y todos nosotros que reportan la lucha. Um, all right. I get what you were trying to say. She's basically exactly. thanking you support. I speak all this. great English or speak great Spanish. Some of it was a little hard to follow. I don't know what you were saying in the beginning. I was like, fuck, I don't know what you're saying. But thank you so much for the very lovely comment. Please keep sending more Spanish super chats for Sean to read. Hey, Sean, you want to make some money on Fightful? Do some more Spanish reading super chats. Someone send some curse words. It'd be great. We had the main event, as Fightful Select reported, no plan to make this a uh, a, a winner-take-all match, so to speak. But the bloodline beat RKO and Drew McIntyre. I thought for sure Drew would end up pinning one of the Usos. I was sold on it, Denise. That didn't happen. Uh, this match was good. It was very good. That being said, I am still of the belief this should have been a SmackDown main event or, I don't know, a Saturday night special on Saturday night's main event or something like that. There is no reason there should have been one title match on this show. You've got two world titles, two tag titles, the U.S. Intercontinental 24-7 and two women's titles and the women's tag titles. You got like 10 sets of championships. One got defended on this pay-per-view. And I had people stretching so hard for excuses. I got to make it more special. No, forget that. There's a lot of programming on. Defend those damn titles. Make this stuff important. I don't know why this was booked for here. But uh, the match, nonetheless, was good. How did you feel about this as a main event? Because you know what? I would have probably main evented with Cody and Seth. I completely agree with you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't like this match. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The finish was fine. Like the last two minutes was great. I thought this was incredibly boring in the beginning. There was nothing happening. A bunch of standing around a bunch of I'm staring at you, this and that. I think that they, this was, this did not feel special to me. This did not feel any different. You mentioned we could have seen this match on SmackDown. Yes, we've probably seen just as good of matches like this on Raw and on SmackDown. This was nothing special. It didn't stand out to me whatsoever. I think that given the fact that it was the main event, I was expecting for them to be a little bit more creative with it, where maybe we would get something. Uh, I feel like I loved everything on the outside of the ring when we saw Randy uh, Randy Orton hit all those uppercuts. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I enjoyed seeing uh, Roman Reigns come out of nowhere with the Superman punch, the table, the commentary. Uh, commentary table spot all of that was good but it there wasn't enough for me to say this was main event quality 
this was the reason why this was a main event. I completely think that it should have been Cody and Seth because that was the match of the night. Hell, even Charlotte Ronda to me was better than this. So I'm sorry. This could have been your opening match. Charlotte and Ronda could have main evented, but I mean, I understand they had to go to she has a fractured radius, but I mean, they could have also done that in a digital thing, but there was a lot that had more stakes. This was a phenomenal match in ring. It was great. And I knew it would be a great match in the ring because all these performers are outstanding and WWE does these multiple person good long time matches for like, like really, really well. Uh, but Jesse says, even the main event wasn't winner take all. It was a fun match to watch. I agree. It was a very fun match to watch. However, Roman Reigns picking up the win, even though it was you know, over, I think it was over Riddle, it surprised me a little bit because I thought this was a way, a natural way to get Drew McIntyre into that title scene. Now, I mean, realistically, Roman Reigns could say, well, they don't deserve it. I just beat all of them. Why should I defend that? But I mean, they can't go another pay-per-view without defending any of either of the world titles. Exactly. And I mean, they could have done something. I get it. They're saving Drew McIntyre and and, uh, and uh, Roman Reigns, and that's perfectly fine. But I get what you're saying in terms of, you know, actually defending all the championships. Completely agree with that. Now it's just a matter of when they're actually going to decide to do Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Brendan says, Sean should do Spanish voiceover work. I should. I should. Please oh, do. Well, Prince Wazim says, you know what? I'm not going to read that. Come on, Sean. No. Why? Because it says in Spanish, I liked it when Denise kicked me in the balls. More, please. More, please. Did Lise tell you? No, I speak great Spanish, Denise. Come on, say it. Look at the this. people play. Look at this. SRS Espanol. Este bien es un seven de diez. See, you got rated seven out of ten. Not bad, right? Not bad. You just need to put, you're not confident. You need to put a little bit more, uh, you need to sound a little bit more natural. Well, I fear like. Like hit racial, it, like hit it hard. I feel the racial undertones in that. And I don't want to <laughs> seem like that person. Like you don't want to sound like me when I'm making fun of your Kentucky accent. Yeah, I don't want to like come out here rolling my R's and shit. <laughs> okay, rolling your R's is not going to make you like stereotypical. Like you Maybe. can roll your R's, dude. <laughs> Poor Sean, you're but scared. <laughs> Prince Wazim says, Me in Cantabla, cuando Denise me golpea in Les Bolas, mas por favor, mas por favor. You or you go. can also say in Los Huevos. Los Huevos, yeah. There you go. You know what Huevos are, right? They're balls. But you know what else they are, right? Nuts. No, but you know what else? What? Eggs. Okay, there you go. Huevos. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you have a couple seconds to get in a super chat if you all want. Cody's got one in, but uh, he does not have a question with it. So Luis will pay attention to that to see if you got one. Denise, tell the people what you got going on. Alrighty. Well, I'm just keeping busy. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, please go over there. Um, that would really help me out a whole lot. And then uh, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Guys, please support our sponsors, NordVPN.com slash Fightful, Manscaped, Code Fightful, and DraftKings Sportsbook, and the Code Fightful. will have different deals all the time over there. DraftKings has made a very nice investment in us, so please support them. It would mean an awful lot. Uh, also, minimal cost there in doing so. But FightfulSelect.com, 
We broke that wow story last week, and guess who was not at the tapings? We are going to have more on wow and Tessa Blanchard this week on Fightful Select. We're going to have more on a a recent AEW departure, so to speak. We're going to have a lot of news every day on FightfulSelect.com, but here on YouTube.com, Slash Fightful, assuming you're, you're watching here. We've got recent interviews with Alicia Toot, Deanna Perrazzo in person, Moose in person. Uh, the first post-WWE interview for Persia Perota, Stephanie Lander. Uh, I've got an interview with Court Bauer. I'm scheduled to interview Eddie Kingston. And i uh, got a lot more coming up, guys. So keep it locked on Fightful and Fightful Select. Denise and I are back here on Monday Cody says, great review, guys. Well, thank you, Cody. Until next time, we're out. Check out knowyournews.com. Me and Denise both have podcasts over there. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.